Joining me now for a further analysis on those market moves is Jakob Spring from Novari Investments. Jakob, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. All right, Jakob, market's pretty upbeat today. Let's talk about um, those greens we're seeing um, in the local boards, but also in Europe. Yeah, no, I think it's um, it's a little bit of follow through from Friday. Um, it's obviously Chinese New Year today, so the Chinese markets were closed this morning. Um, but you know, the the so liquidity was was a little bit muted. But Hong Kong had a strong start, and I think that sort of spilled over, you know, to, um, to the rest of Europe um, and and on the local side. I'm also keen there to find out, you know, uh, we have a lot of load shedding talks going around. Um, you know, the board chair speaking, the CEO speaking, the president is speaking. The markets are green. Can we safely say that the market has priced in all the load shedding it can and um, it will not be participating anymore? <laughs> yeah, and I think I think you're 100% right there. You know, I think, um, you know, barring any sort of new negative news, I think the market's probably priced it in. Um, I think, although we have seen it to some extent in the bond market and also in the RAND. I mean, the dollar's been on the back foot all week, um, but the RAND sort of struggled to, to, to gain along with some of the emerging market peers. Um, and I think so to a large extent, you know, you're still getting that effect um, with, with all of the load shedding uh, talks going on. Another uh, great story coming out of South Africa today, and it's always good to have great news, is Renogen. You know, they've entered, um, you know, a new market, making South Africa a player in a sector that is bound to boom over the next few years. Just talk to us about this and how their shareholders received these developments. Yeah, I know. It's fantastic news. Um, maybe just for the viewers that, that aren't aware that um, the, the, the big news here is actually the production of the helium as opposed to the natural gas. And helium is actually just a byproduct um, of, of natural gas. Um, and it's especially used in the production of com computer chips, cell phones, etc. Um, and obviously with the growth expected in those kinds of um, industries, you know, this is clearly a, a great win for South Africa. And also the fact that, as you earlier mentioned, you know, this makes us one of only nine or ten countries in the world actually produce uh, gas. So it's, um, it's, a, it's fantastic news. And, you know, they obviously struggled with a lot of delays because of load shedding, you know, supply constraint issues. And so it's great to finally have it um, have the, the plant up and up and running, um, and shareholders liked it. You know, it was, I think last that I checked was up just over eight percent, slightly higher at the open. Um, so, no, fantastic news for South Africa. They are we need some good news at this stage. Absolutely, <laughs> they are speaking about phase two already, and because they've you know completed phase one successfully, I don't think there's any doubts about their ability to pull that off. Um, if I am a person who hasn't invested in Renogen, is this a time to quickly jump on? You know, before they get to the fruits of phase two. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a difficult one. Markets obviously are forward looking. The fact that, you know, most of the, the expectation regarding, you know, how much and how big that increase is going to be once phase two gets online, I think a lot, a lot of it might still be in the price, you know, but at the end of the day, they also produce um, um, natural gas, which I think, you know, from a sort of a macro point of view, I don't think, you know, natural gas has obviously had taken, taken a massive beating over the past few months as we had a warmer uh, warmer winter in, in, in Europe, especially. Um, so I do think natural gas uh, as such is still, you know, primed to sort of recover a lot of that um, downside if, if we see, you know, demand out of Europe um, increasing. So, no, I think this is a great story. It's a great story for the long term. So, you know, despite the fact that it's up eight or whatever percent, I think it's still, still a good buy. 
All right, speaking about downside, let's head over to the United States and speak about that tech sector. We are expecting earnings coming out of Microsoft and Tesla as well as Intel. Um, but it's just been a tough time for the tech sector in the United States, Jacobus. Let's just talk about the earnings that we are expecting, but also just the picture. Um, you know, we've seen all these layoffs. Um, it's just not a great time um, for a sector that once was really the best thing to come out of the United States in a while. Mm. Yeah, I know, definitely. I think you hit it on the, the, the nail on the head there. You know, I think it started with, with Netflix um, last week. Mm. You know, most people just saw the results and, you know, stock was up quite aggressively on the day. Um, but the devil is always in the details. And if you actually just dig a little bit into some of those results, um, you know, it does actually give you a little bit of an indication that their operating profit margins are going to come under pressure soon um, and and also you know that, that the consumer in the US could actually be under a little bit of more pressure than we think um, you know I think that's going to be a, a, a fairly um, consistent message coming through um, within the next few days. Um, earnings has been quite cut a lot, expectation-wise, you know, so it is coming with a fairly low base. Um, but I think the market will be focused on, you know, what what the the, the CEO's sort of outlook um, is. You know, Microsoft uh, might be a little bit of a different one. You know, it's a, such a diverse business. You know, it's almost a sort of a, a staple of, you know defensive cyclical whatever you want to call it um so that might be an interesting one i think the one that's also going to be interesting is tesla um which releases the results i think tomorrow um you know tesla is currently one of the largest most actively traded shares on on the the u.s stock exchange so so that's that's definitely going to be the one to keep an eye on but i think you know we are of the opinion that the u.s consumer is starting to be to get under more pressure than the market really expects i think you know there's we saw a little bit of a pivot last week um in that you know the market might be starting to price in a fed that's going to stop hiking rates um unfortunately you know we don't see that yet Another thing that's coming out of the U.S. this week is really the first estimate of the fourth quarter GDP. Um, and that also, you know, hinges on the fact that they've also seen a high interest rate hiking cycle. Um, and therefore, you know, we, what do we expect from this number? I see analysts are expecting 2.6%. That's pretty low for the United States. Yeah, you know, I think... Um I would have thought that we would have seen worse numbers by now. You know, obviously, yes, the the interest rate hikes that we've seen out of the U.S. does does sort of work with a little bit of a delay. But we've already seen sort of housing prices coming down quite quite aggressively. We've seen some of the banks' earnings that we've seen. You know, there's a lot lot more sort of spending on, on credits. You know, and and also if you just look in the data a little bit deeper, things like auto loan delinquencies, credit card delinquencies. You know, those things are on the rise as well. Um, so we expect to probably see it with the lag, as mentioned earlier. Um, so, you know, at this stage, I think for, for a, a economy that did go through a bit of a dip last year, you know, these numbers actually look fairly good. Um, it's the, the big question is going to be, you know, is that what we're going to see for the rest of the year? And unfortunately, we don't think necessarily that, you know, we're going to see that trajectory continue. All right. Now, uh, your stock pick, Jakobus, uh, is um, the Emerging Markets ETF. Tell us exactly why you're going with Emerging Markets today. 
Yeah, so we've we've been fairly bullish on emerging markets um, for for quite some time now. You know, we obviously run a more of a macro process, so we tend to be a little bit early. Um, but you know, emerging markets, just comparing it to to its developed market counterparts, I mean, it's been under so much pressure for pretty much the last seven, eight, you know, years. Um, and we've finally seen them this year as the dollar started weakening. Um, you know, just outperforming um, their developed market counterparts. So we think it could be a turning point from here. Um, I think you know. Know, the other thing to also keep in mind is that a lot of the emerging markets are further down in, in their rate hiking cycles than something like the US, which we still think could hike um, quite a bit more. Um, and obviously, the, the China reopening story is, is looking great for, for emerging markets. So, yeah, bullish on emerging markets for the medium term. All right. Well, it's always good um, to hear that people are bullish on the emerging markets. We are in emerging markets. Thank you so much, Jakobus, <laughs> for your time. That was Novari's Jakobus Brink. Thank <laughs> you.